Welcome back to the Strategic Meeting Tech Podcast. The Strategic Meeting Tech Podcast is your podcast source for news and discussion of the meetings and events industry. Each week, we bring you stories of new technologies, new ideas, and new directions that will directly affect all of us in the meetings and events industry. I'm your host, John Trask. I'm a CMP, a CML, and I'm a 30-year veteran of both the audiovisual and meetings and events industry. Welcome back to the Strategic Meeting Tech Podcast. Uh, We're doing another of the CIC editions of the podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking with Leanne Benavidez. Uh, She's the Vice President of Sales and Operations uh, for Americas for Hyatt Hotels. So welcome, Leanne. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Well, we're really glad to have you, and we'll we'll get into your session uh, and what the panel that you're going to be on in just a second. But let's give you a chance first to introduce yourself and uh, and what you do there at Hyatt. So currently, I oversee uh, sales operations, which encompasses uh, legal. You know, I review contracts for some of our hotels. Uh, technology, I oversee some of our technology platforms and work with our IT team. Uh, to improve them. Uh, I work with the RVPs of sales, so I'm directly connected to the field, which quite honestly is probably what I'm most passionate about because that's where I come from. I was a director of sales in uh, four or five Hyatt properties, moved around quite a bit throughout my career. I've been with Hyatt for 17 years and in this current position for about two years. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, well, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have a, a, a really distinguished panel from a, a lot of the largest brands. So thank you for all of you taking time to uh, come to the conclave, share the updates. By the way, the the session itself is called Trends and Shifts in the Hotel Sales Landscape. Um, just so that people know which session to look for, so that they can come and hear uh, hear you and the other folks talking. Um, but I thought maybe we would start uh, talking about what your presentation is going to be specifically with uh, a few of the current trends that you might see coming into greater prominence that you're talking to planners about. So some of the the trends, you know, that we've, I think, all have on our minds are really, you know, associated with maybe, you know, the electronic RFP. I think just technology in general uh, has been very disruptive. In my opinion, I think it's necessary and it's uh, it can do a lot of really great things for our hotels, our customers, uh, our sales folks. Um, you know, as it relates to RFP specifically, uh, you know, some of the downside right now, I think it's uh, that we just haven't improved the systems that are out there, whether they're our own systems or other platforms such as Cvent, um, to the magnitude that we need to, so they are truly efficient and don't have the spam that's associated with them or the ne- negativity <laughs> that's associated with them. Um, you know, I, I think that, in my opinion, I think that technology um, can do a lot of really good things. It can do good things uh, for our hotels. I don't think it needs to uh, disrupt the relationship between the sales manager and the hotel and the, the end user um, or the meeting planner specifically. I think there's things we can do to improve there. Uh, there's certainly things I'm working on uh, and our sales platform to improve that and uh, implement the efficiency, as I said, but still allow time for the relationship uh, to grow. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I've, I, I've always felt, I mean, I'm a big proponent of technology myself uh, within the industry mm-hmm. and finding ways to make it work. And, uh, you know, the, the heart of what we do is we bring people together. 
And, and so exactly. using technology to bring people together is just using another tool to mm -hmm. uh, to further those conversations. And some of those conversations mm -hmm. are between planners and salespeople. And, right. you know, those those relationships are still important and they still matter. It's not everybody bent over staring at their phone or their iPad all the time. There, there really are real relationships that come from this mm -hmm. technology. Yeah, and I think, you know, our generation, you know, having been around so long, I really try and stay open-minded when it comes to, we all have to adapt. Things are going to change whether we like it or not. And I think the reason technology sometimes, especially when it comes to electronic RFPs, it, it gets such a bad rap because we simply don't want to adapt and change. It's not because it's, you know, a, a bad thing or mm -hmm. um, disrupting the relationship, as we were saying. And, you know, when you think about millennials, I, I really have made a conscious effort to think about the next generation of salespeople and the next generation of meeting planners. And they're, they can't live without technology, but they somehow, I think millennials are more focused on maintaining relationships while still utilizing technology heavily. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't see technology replacing that relationship. And I, for some reason, those of us who have been around for more than 20 years have this fear that technology is going to replace the relationship and it's disrupting the relationship. And I think it's just because we haven't figured out how to use technology in the right way while still maintaining that relationship. And I think millennials will do that. Um, I'm an advocate for millennials. There's a lot of great things about millennials. I think they get a bad rap, like most generations do, right? right we always. Right. You know, they, they hurt, you know, didn't like our generation when they were coming up. <laughs> they didn't think we worked hard enough, you know. Mm -hmm. The baby boomers were scrutinizing our uh, generation just like we're scrutinizing millennials. But um, I think millennials are very relationship-oriented, and they still use technology heavily. And, you know, we just have to improve the technology so that it, it works properly. Yeah, I would I – would say they're definitely using it, using it in new and different ways. And we, as, as the older generation, have to just understand that and, uh, right. and watch it. I mean, I have two stepsons who are um, of that era, you know, and, and huh? knowing how they communicate. And even things like Facebook um, on a personal level or LinkedIn on a professional level, where um, you just have to add that to part of what you do. And for me, something like Facebook has furthered my relationships with people who I'd lost touch with. I'm in exactly. touch with people from elementary school that I hadn't mm -hmm. talked to in years. And so that's, uh -huh. that's created a conversation that wouldn't have existed without that technology platform having come into the forefront and people starting to use it. That's exactly it. You know, I, I jokingly, I, I talk to pe people about... Um, my recent, you know, uh, interest in playing video games because, and I've done that because I've moved around so much um, with Hyatt, you know, thankfully, you know, I've been supported and been given, you know, different career opportunities, but it's removed me from my family. I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and my younger brother and I were really close and I haven't, you know, been able to, you know, stay as in touch or go back home as much as possible. But him and I recently have started playing video games mm -hmm. together, and we do it online. We put our headsets on, and we talk, and <laughs> I feel so connected to him. I almost feel more connected to him now than I did when we both lived in the same city um, because we make such a conscious effort, and we enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, but that's technology, and gaming has brought us together in that way. Um, and I think you just have to, you know, look at things and see those opportunities and see what technology can do. As you said, even Facebook, I mean, it has brought – people closer together right. and people do feel more connected yeah it's it, and it's really again all of these things are just tools to the conversation and and the idea of of making a personal connection um because right. nobody nobody wants to live in a bubble 
You know, the, Nobody, whole, right. the whole idea is to be connected to other people. And uh, right. it's just using them the right way and understanding them. And I, I agree with you. I think millennials are, are doing that and understand them in ways that probably I don't as being uh, the older generation. I, I'm, I'm kind of on that edge of the baby boomers. I'm like the last year or so of <laughs> the way they classify it. So I've never known what, quite where I fit in. And not, right. you know, <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, I, that's that's great with the technology. And, and as far as trends go, is, is there anything maybe further out um, that's really not in the conversation yet, but that you're seeing like Hyatt doing or just seeing out there in the world that you think is going to um, also impact planners maybe in a year or two? You know, I think, um, you know, they're the up-and-coming technology. So we've talked a lot about, you know, RFPs, and uh, I, I, I still think we're going to see significant improvement in that space, whether it's through a company like Cvent or even, the, you know, our own brands. I mean, there's a lot we're doing. Um, so I see that there's going to be a lot more improvement there. Uh, um, so that's one thing. I, I don't think that's going away, number one, and I think it will certainly get better. The second thing um, that I think really benefits planners, and, and I think it also benefits hotels, is the up and the new technology that's kind of starting to bubble up is um, technology such as EVED. I don't know if you're familiar with EVED, but they've um, started putting systems in place. They actually have the technology where, that can connect on the back end with some hotel companies, mm. um, accounting systems to help planners better manage their budgets okay. and get their billing, you know, um, processed more quickly to better monitor, you know, where they're at with, with their budget when they book, you know, a large event, especially these large events. The billing process has been a, a big challenge for planners, you know, sure. to really get their arms around. And so there's, that's, gonna, on the, that's on the horizon. I think uh, you're going to see a lot of really nice, streamlined ways, really much more efficient ways. That it's going to really benefit planners. Uh, we've just got to figure out on the hotel side how to make it work. We're, we're working with two companies actually right now to figure out how to ma that, make that work for both of us. And ultimately, it's really about the customer. Um, so I, I think that's really, you're, you're going to see a lot of that. I mean, accounting in and of itself, as we all know, is <laughs> always a bear. Right. Um, and, and I think, you know, solving that for meeting planners and helping them with not only, you know, keeping track of their payments, but, you know, monitoring their budgets on a day-to-day -day and, and their billing on a day-to-day -day and, um just streamlining that entire process is is that's definitely on the horizon and i think that's a huge need it's a huge opportunity there and a huge benefit to our customers oh absolutely and, and i mean i can see my, my mind sort of goes to the the thing of if you've got all this data at hand you can start to adjust your meeting and you can start to understand the patterns and things in a better way than you might have by simply observing it um, right. And having, you know, having data at your fingertips to back that up can be very useful in, in the budget conversations and in knowing where you should apply your resources. And so mm -hmm. giving somebody an easy way to monitor that, you know, in real time is mm -hmm. is fantastic because they can allocate their resources more efficiently and probably exactly. save money. Exactly. Save money and save time. You know, having just a much more streamlined, yeah, the frustration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that's, and I know there are companies working on that sort of thing. And I think it's, uh, I think it's t a, another terrific way of leveraging this, this, these tools that are, are coming available to mm -hmm. us so that we can mm -hmm. work, work better and smarter 
and right. have you know better meetings because uh, again i think we all realize at the end of the day it's all about having a great experience for your attendees mm-hmm. and exactly that's, that's ultimately all of our goals right that's right. what we're all here to do serve the guest it's a hospitality business mm-hmm. at every level that we all work and i mean you know i'm an av guy sometimes i'm behind the curtain all day and i don't interact with the guests but what i do behind the curtain impacts them and it's keeping everybody right. focused on that idea of, of mm-hmm. being in hospitality and welcoming. Right. Them. It's why we all got into the industry. You know, it's the one thing we can't forget, you know, is it, it really is about the guest. You mm-hmm. know, it, I mean, being, the experiences, people want those experiences. People are very much about the experiences they have in life. They value that, whether it's a personal experience and a family vacation or a you know, even a business trip or a business meeting, that's what we all do. We help that guest have the best experience possible. And, you know, Hyatt really right now, we're all about, we want to provide very unique and customized and special experiences. Each of our guests are very unique individuals. Right. And we recognize that. You know, we want to really understand each guest that, you know, walks through our door and enters our lobby and, you know, enjoys our sleeping rooms or meeting space, restaurants, coffee shops, spas. Um, it, every guest is very, very unique and special. And to try and really customize the experience for each guest is really important. And we all contribute to that in one way or another. You know, so the partnerships, you know, you might have with our hotels or we have with planners, it all, it all ultimately at the end of the day impacts our guests. Right. It's about the guests. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so it... You know, not to change, like, directions abruptly, but let's change directions sure. abruptly. <laughs> sure, let's do it. <laughs> um, just getting getting back a little bit to the um, the session itself and talking about some of the trends and things. Um, I was just wondering about concessions, because I know concessions between sure. planners and hotels can always be kind of a hot-button topic. Um, sure. Is, is there things there that you can talk about? Are you seeing, like interesting requests or difficult requests or things that are easier to grant? That is such a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, concessions, I think some, you know, industries, we tend to follow one another. So for a while there, you know, when the economy was struggling, you know, rebates were the big concession, the big ask. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of, you know, fallen to the wayside. Um, And customers are now asking more, you know, internet's a big deal. Um, you know, Hyatt, we give free internet. Not, not very many people know that, but if you stay in a guest room, you come and stay at our hotel. We do offer free basic internet. Okay. Um, it's, it's internet in the sleep, in the meeting rooms, not the sleeping rooms, but in the meeting rooms that I think right now is um, one of the greater negotiations that take place. And sometimes we have to involve our AV companies because I don't think, I don't think sometimes I don't think hotel salespeople really understand how, you know, the bandwidth that's necessary for a specific group or the type of event that they're holding, exactly what they're needing. And sometimes I don't think meeting planners really understand the technical side and the needs of um, their Internet needs for a specific event. Sure. Uh, so I think that the conversation there um, it, it can be delicate, and we all um, need to really develop our knowledge and include our AV companies to assist us in explaining that it's not something that you can just give as a concession, because it can be very costly, depending on the event. Um, So I think as far as concessions go, I think um, requests um, for 
for meeting rooms specifically, um, Internet comes up quite a bit. Okay. Uh, you know, right now I think when it comes to our resorts, you know, resort fees are a big topic of conversation. We're starting to perhaps consider customizing our resort fees. For a long time, resort fees were just kind of, you know, the five to ten standard things were included in a resort fee, which didn't always benefit right. the attendees. So we're looking at, you know, maybe customizing them so they better benefit um, the attendee for each, um, that any person attending a specific meeting. Um, the concessions, the other thing about concessions is we're really trying to customize them. We're trying to teach our salespeople to really understand what the meeting planner needs for its attendees. So it's not, you know, sales managers sometimes, sadly, will just start throwing out the basic concessions, you know, mm-hmm. a discount on you know, meeting room rental, a discount on food and beverage, a discount on AV, you know, comp upgrades, one per 50. They're, those are all very, you know, blase, blase. It's, they've been around forever. We're trying to teach them to really better understand the needs of the planner and extend concessions that are most appropriate and truly benefit them. Um, to answer your earlier question, you know, a concession is a concession. You know, they're always hard to give because they're free. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it does, we have to be cognizant. We have a responsibility to our ownership groups mm-hmm. um, to make good business decisions. We can't give the house away. And some and planners are smart to ask for the world and give you a list of 25 things because they want to get as much as they can. They're trying to, you know, meet their fiduciary responsibilities for their you know, the company that they're working for. Right. Um, so it's, I think we all have to understand that there, it's got to be a good, healthy compromise. You, you, you know, I always tell our um, sales managers, I actually do teach a negotiation class and a contract training class, and it's the one class I insist on teaching because I want to make <laughs> sure the message gets across to our managers that, you know, it's a very delicate balance. And yeah. we certainly want to help our planners you know, be successful and look good to their boss and to their customers. But at the same time, we cannot do it and compromise our hotels and we cannot do it at the expense of our ownership groups. We can't do it at the expense of the hotels and our employees and asking our employees to do very difficult things that are just, you know, physically challenging, you know, turning rooms within 30 minutes. That's very challenging for a CS department. That's labor intensive. That's physically varied, you know, so we have to be cognizant in in sales. You have to be very cognizant of everyone that you're impacting. And, you know, I always say you can't make a decision or at the expense of another stakeholder. And we have a lot of stakeholders that we have to factor in when we're negotiating and we have to be very fair to everyone and, and maintain our responsibilities and do it, you know, to the highest ethical standard possible. And that's, that's a delicate balance. I always joke and say, you know, all of life is a delicate balance. It's the one thing my mother drilled in my head, and you have to think of that way when you're negotiating. You can't, you know, negotiate so much and, and give so much away that it's at the expense of any other stakeholder. And and it's not an adversarial conversation. It does. It, you're you're all no, it going be. through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And right. so, and and one of the things that I uh, that I heard in what you were saying there that that I kind of placed you had ta- you'd been talking about the resort fees and customizing them to guests mm-hmm. and then customizing mm-hmm. the concessions and so it's what it seems to me is like your organization Hyatt is looking for ways to customize across the board you want the guests Absolutely. you want the planners you want to give people what 
is the most important what they thing want. to them. Yeah. And, yeah, and what's going to, we want to give people what they want and what truly benefits them. You know, that's number one and number two. And, and number three, it, it, it enhances the experience, right? Right. It still is about the experience. You know, we love our guests. We want them to come back. We want them, we build memories for our guests. That's what, that's what I love about the hotel business. You know, it's, it's really cool to walk through a resort and see a family of five or six sitting there having a great time in those family moments. I cherish those moments with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, we talk, my family, I'm very close to my family. I'm Hispanic, you know, we're traditional Hispanic family. And we talk all the time about, we reflect on all the experiences we've had and we laugh a lot. And that's what I love about the hotel industry is, is it, it, there are those moments, you know, you're creating moments for people. Right. I mean, and, and even, you know, you have to, you create a moment even for that business traveler who's away from their family and right. on the road. And you want to really understand that person. It, it's, I always, I used, I started at the front desk and I remember having a conversation with one of the front desk agents and saying, you know, when you look across the desk, you have to remember that's someone's dad, that's someone's mother, that's someone's daughter. Mm-hmm. It's not just this guy checking in who's frustrated because his flight was delayed and you can't check him in early enough because it's not, you know, our check-in time, you know, you have to really think about the person and the human being that's there. And that's your dad. Think about your father, your mother, your, you know, it, it, they're human beings. And right. that, that is what I love about the hotel business is, you know, we're, we have to look at our guests as human beings and they're people and they matter. And everyone is very unique. Everyone is an, an individual and you, know, you just can't forget that. Yeah, it's not just a number count of how many people are going to be in all. how many rooms. <laughs> Never, right? Yeah. Well, and and you know that sort of ties into the uh, the last thing that I I had down to maybe talk about, and that is you know the world is a very different place than when we all started in this business if you've been in the business yeah. any length of time and there's some really awful things that have happened and some of them have been tied to hotels and properties and i was wondering if you're finding a bigger focus from the planners that you work with uh, about safety and security and contingency planning sure uh, yeah yeah you know um sadly it is unfortunate with everything going on in the world there, there is a lot of talk about um you know our contingency plans, how we would deal with um, security. And, you know, security is such a broad topic because mm-hmm. it relates. You can think of security in so many ways, you know, um, how, you, what your, how you would handle terrorism, what your response is to terrorism, you know, do you have a plan, you know, um, environmental security, you know, concerns with earthquakes and hurricanes and, you know, what's your plan. Right. You know, there's a, you have to have a plan for everything, you know, um, going into a meeting room and having extensive AV setups and having engineering come in the room and um, DMCs come in the room and, you know, are they, you know, are they companies that are cognizant of, you know, secure setups mm-hmm. and ensuring someone's not going to get hurt? I mean, security is such a broad um, topic. And I think right now, um, you know, even, you know, envi- uh, health risks, you know, Zika right, is right. the big topic right now. There's just, unfortunately, there's just so much on, on planners' minds, and we all have to, we all have a responsibility to think of security in, you know, all of us. Yeah. Um, hoteliers, the planner, um, you know, the AV company, our engineering departments, DMCs, we all have to be very mindful of um, what we're doing and our duty of care and, um, and, you know, part of it requires us to all communicate with one another. Um, but it, it is on everyone's minds. I think globally, you know, Hyatt's a, a global company. You know, everything that's right. happened in Europe, you know, Paris, 
Um, we Customers are asking more, and it's more, you know, it's not that they want it contracted or they're asking us for any guarantees because you simply can't give a guarantee on anything. Right. Um, but just they want to know and understand that, you know, we are cognizant, we have a plan, um, you know, just having the conversation with them about our focus on duty of care is incredibly the, important. Yeah, that that you've done your homework, that you've right. thought about it and made some preparation. We're certainly thinking about it, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, to your point of, of it being much more than, than just the things that immediately come to mind, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of safety and security on, you know, rigging. Mm-hmm. I, I did a recent podcast about the basics of rigging just to help people start to understand, and I did one about fire marshals just so people would understand their role. And right. it's not to be adversarial. The, the role of a fire marshal coming in to look over your setup is to make right. sure that those guests are going to be safe. Incredibly important. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, you know, everybody's got the best interests in heart. And, right. and it might not be something you want to talk about or think about, but it it exists and you have to prepare for it and you have to be Yeah, confident. we have to be responsible. Yeah. It, you know, as you said, it should not be adversarial. I mean, that's the last thing it should be really at the end of the day. I mean, safety and security is our responsibility right. for all of us. It should not, that's the last thing that should be adversarial. Well, and, and again, to your hospitality side, uh, you know, you're creating memories and, and you're creating an environment, but you're also looking out for the well-being of those people, even in Absolutely. areas that they might not be thinking about because they're on vacation, mm-hmm. they're relaxing, they're out by the pool with their family. You don't mm-hmm. want them to be worried about these things. You want to have done your homework and your due diligence and your preparation so that they, they won't be worried while they're making those memories. All right. Exactly. You want them to have peace of mind and enjoy themselves. Well, I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the session. I think it's going to be great there in Baltimore and, and just so much information to share and, and talk with, uh, with the folks from these different brands. It, it, I'm so appreciative that uh, uh, you were able to come on and, and uh, chat with us a well, bit today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you asking. And uh, I, I, know, uh, I know that you'll be representing Hyatt well there. And so, uh, thank you. I'll, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put a link to Hyatt in the notes <laughs> of my thank uh, you <laughs> of my podcast, and uh, I'll uh, I'll say hello when we're there. I look forward to meeting you in person. Likewise, likewise. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next edition of the podcast. This has been the Strategic Meeting Tech Podcast, your podcast source for news and discussions of the meetings and events industry. You can find out more about Strategic Meeting Tech at our website, www.strategicmeetingtech.com. There you'll find resources and information about how we help planners to create better audiovisual and technology outcomes at their events. Our music is provided by Steph Sachs, under license from the Creative Commons, and you can find out more information and links to the artists there on our website as well. Please send any comments or show suggestions to John, J-O-M, at strategicmeetingtech.com. Thanks for listening.